This is a parental guidance moment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Service. It's the world's shittest podcast, bruh. We have a very special guest, the young Canberra throbber, return guest, comedian, Taylor Coftry. How are you, bruh? Good, thank you, Bradley. Thanks so much for having me. Mate, fucking so, pleasure is all mine. I'm so excited to be here on oh, the Sunday Service. The Sunday Service. And what a fine day it is as well. Yeah. Uh, Fucking pissing down rain outside. Love it. It's wetter than a spastic's chin. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I feel like every time I've got a mate that comes up to see me, it has pissed down rain. Yeah. When the Big Send boys were up here last, pissed down rain. One of my other buds came up a few weeks ago, just pissed down. Newcastle's trying to keep itself a secret. Yeah, dude. It's just like, it, we're not actually that good. Like, yeah. he's talking shit. Like it, but this it, place actually does rip. Yeah, it feels like it's raining more than fucking it does in Vancouver at the moment. Cunt's fucking out of control. Yeah, I know. It's fucking better weather in Canberra at the moment than it is here. It's and fucked you, up. You wouldn't say that about any, like, Canberra fucking weather stinks. Yeah, Canberra is shit. It's a stinky moot of a fucking weather. <laughs> sure? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Nothing worse. All right, mate. So you know the drill. You know that we like to have a brewski on I the do. pod. Um, so today, let's fucking hit this, actually. Forgot to mention, the boys are in their pit vipers looking aesthetically very pleasing. So the beer that we have today, guys, is I've stuck with the little bang beer because these boys have been banging it. Um, no pun intended. Um, yeah, the past week that we had one of their beers, which was good. It was one of their stouts, and I've decided to go with a chocolate porter. And the reason I went with these guys is on the front of the beer can, it has a panther. And it says, warning, may contain traces of panther, which just automatically reminded me of the great Anchorman. Yeah. Fucking the scent of sex panther. Brian Santana. Yeah. Oh, Fantana, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Fantana. Fantana, I believe, yeah. Um, and, you know, someone who's a regular sex panther themselves like you, mate, I figured what a perfect beer to welcome you to Newcastle with. So cheers, bro. Yeah, thank you. 60% of the time, it works every, every time. time. <laughs> All right, let's see how this goes. I actually like that. What do you think? I know you're not big in the craft beers. I know you said, oh, bro, I want something easy drinking. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I may have fucked up. And you were just like, I don't care about what he said. Yeah, I was like, this is the one that I want. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that'd be, I think it'd be pretty sick if you're into that. Yeah. No, nah, it tastes all right. I think all beer sort of just tastes like shit to me. Yeah, you're not, I know that you're not a beer drinker. And I, yeah. I'm sorry. I am, I'm, I am a pussy. I'm sorry to put you through this, uh, through this every week oh not every week <laughs> every time you come in the pod i put you through this but um hey look i appreciate you being a good sport and having a beer anyway 
No, it's good, man. It's just I just wouldn't buy it myself, you know. But it's uh, you know, it's a it's a liquid, and I'm thirsty, so fucking get around it. We mm-hmm. just had a massive fuck off steak as well, guys. We uh, treated Taylor to a cattleman cut steak, which if you haven't had a cattleman cut, it's a whole cow essentially. We just basically gnawed on a leg like a couple of hungry fucking dogs. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, well, now we need a solid burping after that meal. Yeah, that was huge. I feel like I'm going to spew and shit myself. <laughs> Dude, uh, two, two minutes ago, I was feeling really sick. I was like, oh, fuck. Mm. I don't, like, maybe I've ever done this. No, nah, but it's sick, man. You should go on the carnivore diet because I'm on that right now, as we've discussed. Yeah. And i tell you what, dude, it's fucking awesome. It's sick to just dominate species on that level of you where you're just like i don't even eat vegetables and stuff just flexing on them do you eat yeah. like so are you having poultry uh fuck are you eating chicken and i went to say poultry and i absolutely butchered it are you having mm. chicken and other or is it just strictly red meat uh it's like chicken sometimes fish sometimes as well but it is mostly yeah mostly red, red meat. meat and are you having game or are you just having just beef essentially Mainly just beef, yeah. Yeah. So just beef, uh, eggs, so many eggs, dude. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm eating like six, seven, eight eggs a day. Fuck. That's just consuming eggs. You like, must I'm be dropping dominating some... chickens on a whole new level, dude. The other night, oh, listen, the other night, <laughs> the other night I had a steak, a chicken breast, pork sausages, eggs, and goat's cheese. As a garnish on top of all of that, all in the exact same meal, dude. Dude, your shit must have smelt manky after eating all that. I felt, I felt like I was a Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'm an alpha male. Yeah, this long hair. Yeah, Australian sh- accent. Up, yeah, dude. I woke up in the middle of the night, thought I was gonna shoot lightning out of my dick. <laughs> Known for slinging dick as well. You're yeah. just like, bruh. I'm fucking, I'm here to take over. Mm-hmm. But really, I actually just had to wake up in the middle of the night and nearly shit myself. Violently shit. Yeah, yeah. Was it yeah. one of those like horizontal spray the toilet bowl type liquid shits? It was one of those ones where it's like your ass isn't even really open. It kind of just pours out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm it you just know, explodes you know, and cascades. Yeah. You know those ones you're talking about where it doesn't hit any of the bowl. It just projectiles right into the water and it sounds like you're pissing. Yeah. Yeah, the old, the old, uh, the old ass piss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking brutal. I've heard so many people talking about the carnivore shits mm. and the journey, it's real. the journey that you'll go on and that your body will take you on when you go strictly carnivore. Yeah, it's like a four to five week transitionary period where your body's sort of just like, bro, please eat some fucking broccoli. Yeah, it's a craving a bit of fiber. Yeah, a bit of fiber too, but then you know your your body adapts and it's just like, right, I guess this guy's doing this now. So no at more liquid not, shits. Yeah, at least it's not drugs anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Carnivore diet with a side of pingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My body's just like, all right, at least he's not just doing fucking MDMA every day. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just just force feeding us other fucking species. Yeah. Nah, but it's sick, dude. I love it. And you're feeling good, feeling energized? Yeah, I'm feeling really energized. I've lost a couple of kegs too, which is awesome. Always good. Feeling ready always to good. feeling ready to rip and tear the Newcastle Comedy Club tonight. Yeah. Yes, dude. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to do the comedy club for so long. 
Dude, and it's sold out. We found out just before it's sold out. It so is sold out. Yeah. That'll probably be 85, 90 people. I'm full of anxious, nervous energy. Oh, bro. So a few weeks ago, they hit me up and they're like, hey, do you want to do a Friday night showcase? And I was the exact same, nervous energy. I was just a sweaty mess. And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, bro, you've done the work. Like, I've done mm. these bits. They've seen these bits. They know this is funny. That's why you got the call up. And I was like, just try relax. It's tough sometimes though. Yeah. I get like random, like I'll go and do like an open mic where there's like 10, 15 people in the audience and it's just like the lowest stakes you could possibly have yeah. as a comedian. <laughs> and I'll just be like fucking nervous as fuck and just be like full freaking out, almost having an anxiety attack. And then there are other times where I've done like huge, like big showcase shows in front of like 100, 150 people or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't feel anything. I just walk on stage and I just do it. So I have no idea when I'm going to be nervous. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of similar. Um, I always am like, I think it's like, it's n- nervous energy. Like it's almost borderline excitement. And that's how, I, that's what I tell myself. I'm like, oh, you feel like this because you're excited. It's just. Your body's gearing up to do something epic. Like this is not nerves. This is excitement. I always try. Yeah, te- that's actually a cool thing. That. Yeah, um, just, you're just excited for how much fucking dopamine you're oh, gonna have yeah. coursing through your veins when you get off stage. <laughs> Bro, I message you after every good set. I'm like, fucking comedy's the best. Yeah, you I'm do. <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep for a week. Like, yeah, dude, you just like I get random text messages from you at like fucking eleven o'clock, at eleven night. o'clock on a Tuesday <laughs> after a fucking Newcastle open mic, and you're just like, comedy's the best fucking thing ever. Yeah. Look it up to my veins, shoot it in my dick. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, I fucking I do. It's the best. I like if if you can't afford high class drugs, just yeah. go to an open mic, have a few jokes prepared, and uh, you, you'll be fine. I, it was funny. I said to Steve Mac. Um, who you know quite well from the Big Send podcast. Give it a listen if you haven't. Um, Who, the like, I told him, I was like, bro, you need to get into, start doing the comedy. And then I just signed him up one day. And I was like, hey, bro, you're doing comedy in a month. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I signed you up. And then um, we were sitting backstage and he was kind of pacing a little bit. And I was like, bro, just have fun. Like, that's what it's all Mm. about. Just have fun. And I was like, and he went out, he did his set, and like he came up and just like grabbed me and like hugged me. He's like, that was fucking hectic. And I was like, good luck sleeping tonight. And um, Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> do you know how fucking high I have to get every time oh. I finish doing comedy? Otherwise, I'll just be awake until like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I, I literally think- have to green myself out so that I can <laughs> fucking go to sleep. Otherwise, I'm just like a kid on Christmas just running around my apartment shirtless. Yeah, I think it's a, like, I think that's a great time to write new bits as well. But yeah. like, I've done that. And then afterwards, I've like read the bit and I was like, this is just my brain on basically natural drugs because mm. that bit's not funny. It's weird. Like I was saying to you before, like I like to come in, in here and um, for, for people that can't see it, it's a fucking little chill fucking den. Yeah, but it's yeah, mad. Deep house, like deep house music in like a set. They'll, so I'll play a set, like whoever's fucking played a set and I'll just start to write. And I feel like that's where I have come up with new bits that I'm like, oh mm. yeah, that bit works. Yeah. I think that's also cr- so crazy, like how you just said before, how you grab Steve and you're like, just have fun. Yeah. Because stand-up, if you're not good at it, can be 
the worst experience anyone has ever had in their entire life. Like, if you ever, when you see someone just bomb so hard mm. that it, like, crushes their spirit. Yeah, you do. You see, like, there's an analogy that fighters use where they go, I leave a little piece of me in the ring every time I fight or, or the octagon. And I think that's true with comedy as well. If you're taking a beating from, oh, like, yeah. a bombing... <laughs> A little part of your soul is left on that stage and you're like, fuck. I would rather be locked in a cage with a UFC fighter than to fucking bomb at all doing comedy. Yeah, and just like a set of just bomb, like you're sweating and you're like, this is not going well. The emotional trauma, I think, would be so much worse than the physical trauma of, like, a left hook from Conor McGregor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> at least you can... At I'd least rather have CTE from getting fucking kicked in the head by Kamal's mum <laughs> than fucking... <laughs> then <laughs> go up there and be like, hey, what about this thing that I think is funny and, like, 50 people just go, no, can't. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, shut you up. Get, you get nah, bro. Boo! <laughs> No, oh, I'd by 50 people. If someone someone full booed you, dude. Oh, it'd be it'd be soul crushing. Oh. Getting a boo. A boo is like Yeah, like an like an ironic someone just going boo. <laughs> <laughs> an unsolicited that, boo dude. from the back of the crowd. I'd hang myself with the mic cord like on the spot. Oh, dude, yeah, you just go out and jump in front of a tram or something and be like, "Oh, fuck, I was drunk." <laughs> and the craziest thing is that like you see people bomb all oh, the time man. and they keep coming back. Bruh. And you're just like, how? How do you do that? I wish I had the resilience Bro, for that. Wh- what makes me... So glad that I fucking rip at comedy, dude. <laughs> I'm so fucking good at comedy, dude. Come on, watch me do comedy every week. <laughs> <laughs> what's, like, what's funny is when um, you watch a comedian, so there's some people that I've seen from Canada, from Canberra, that suck. Mm. And then come off and they're like, hey, what's with the crowd? And it's like... <laughs> yeah, dude. Them, like everyone in here, didn't find you funny. Like, there was nothing wrong with the crowd. And granted, there's some nights where the crowd has some tight buttholes and it's up to you to try to loosen that butthole. Yeah, it's up to you to fix that, though, yeah. like you just said, yeah. And crowd work's the ultimate butthole loosener. Mm-hmm. I found that. So... A few weeks ago, I watched Kyle Legacy, and I got in like I, w- going back to the have fun. I like I would write notes on my hand, and then I just would write have fun as my final note. Just have fun, bro. Mm. And I was chatting with Ethan Bentley, and he's like, "Stop writing your fucking bits on your hand." He's like, "That's rookie shit." He's like, "You know your fucking bits, and if you don't know your bits, you're gonna fucking figure them out quick, smart on stage." He's like, "It'll make you better. Stop doing that." So now I'll just write have fun on my hand. It's just that's my final reminder. Just have fun. Because I'd built up a lot of anxiety for wanting to do good at showcases like we were just talking about. Mm. And I was taking the fun away from comedy. And I was like, and then it wasn't until I watched Kyle Legacy just murder with crowd work. And I was like, oh, like he's having the most fun here. Like he's having so much fun. Mm. He's making 90 people in this fucking sold out club have fun with it. And I was like, it was so, it was like a light bulb moment, which is so simple. I'm like, that's exactly what comedy is about, is having as much fucking fun as you can. 100% dude. Like, and I always say this to people who, um, people who like ask me why I do it and like how I like 
why I'm still trying to do it and stuff like that. And you just like, it's stand up comedy. If you can do it well and you do well when you're doing it, I think is the funnest thing that you can possibly do. Absolutely. I've never had more fun doing anything else in my entire life than when you're just on stage fucking around or and just making people laugh. It is the best. When you have a set <clears throat> where you level the room mm-hmm. and you walk off and you're like, yeah, bro. And yeah. then like you get to the back and then like comedians are like, bro. And you're like, yeah, bro. That's the best feeling. Like yeah. that's so much fun. And then like if you get like when you start getting paid to do that, mm-hmm. rocking out to a regular job hurts a lot. <laughs> when you when, when you've got someone who's just like I'm actually was expecting this delivery on Monday. It's now Thursday afternoon, and I have and it's like, hey Debbie, suck a dick. It's on its fucking way. All right, chill the fuck out. Or if you have a copper as per previous email, it's like, hey Darren, pump the brakes, buddy. Yeah, it's all gonna be get all off right. my back, dude. You have no idea how hard I crushed at Civic Pub on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you doing on Wednesday night Watching the block with your wife That doesn't want to fuck you anymore Yeah Go ahead Darren yeah, <laughs> Try dude. break my balls Oh man It's the best It's the best fun man Like I And I feel sorry for the people That start doing comedy And they hang around for three to five years And they'll get a little <laughs> Every now and then They'll get a little bit of a lull at a bit But they never get up and just go and just have fucking 10 minutes or 15 minutes or a fucking hour of just class. I don't know if it's a character flaw of mine or whether or not it's just common sense, but like, I don't think I could have kept doing comedy more than like three or four months if I hadn't like done well and had people come up to me and tell me that I was good at it, dude. Like there are some people who have been doing comedy for like, yet, like you said, three, four years who like never, never crush or like never have people come up to them and be like, oh my God, like you were so good. You're my favorite. And that's like my, my favorite shit. When someone like an audience member makes a point to come up to you and like shake your hand and be like, you were great. I had a 40-year-old lady come up to me the other day and she, she like she was walking out, she stopped, walked over to me and she's like, you were by far my favourite comedian tonight. And I was like, thanks. And I was like, and I like, I've struggled because I really struggle to take compliments. I always me think too. that people are taking the piss out of me and I was like, I oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. And then like, as she like walked out in the back of my head, my this little voice is like, she was fucking with you, man. It's like, you think... 45-year-old fucking Kelly liked your bits about having a small dick and being a loser. You think she thinks you're funny? And I was like, oh, she was lying to me. <laughs> I don't know. She just appreciated your honesty. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, and like to be honest, like, I had a pretty good set, but I don't think I was the best. Like, that was the night that Carl Legacy was just torching the room. And I was mm. like, what are you watching? If you thought that I was the best, you... Like, what What were you watching? Like, did you not see Kyle? Like, he, like I don't know if you've seen that cunt live, man, but he's just making crowd work up on the spot. Yeah, I have. I saw him in Melbourne one time. Fuck, man. Like, and I know that it's crowd work and you, like, I know that you shouldn't talk about comedians' bits, but he had this one 
bit, and obviously it's crowd work. He's never going to do it again. But he was talking to this lady about her tattoos. And he's like, oh, like, what do you got there? And she's like, oh, that's like Day of the Dead. And in his Liverpool accent, he's like, oh, yeah, nice, like Day of the Dead. And he's just like, oh, that's like Mexican, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, Mexican. He's like, it's a holiday, right? And she's like, I think so. And he's like, what do you, what do you mean you think so? And she's just like, yeah, like, it's, I think it's a holiday. And he's like, are you Mexican? And she's like, no. And he's like, and you just one day woke up and were like, fuck it. I'm just going to get a Mexican holiday, like, tattooed on me. And the room, like, starts, like, building up to a laugh. And he's just like, yeah. that's all good. That's all He's like, but he's like, I love tattoos. But he's like, I couldn't commit to one because I chop and change all the time. Like, but he's like, what, what's, what's a little bit further up there? And he starts talking all the way up through her sleeve and gets to the top of her shoulder there. And he's like, well, what does, what does that say? And she goes, oh, that's my mum's name in, in her handwriting. And he's like, oh, fuck, that's really sweet. And she's like, yeah, unfortunately my mum passed away. And he's like, oh, okay. And, she's, and he's like, so your mum, did she like tattoos? And the lady's like, no, she hates tattoos. And he's just like, so as one final fuck you, <laughs> you got her to write her name on a bit of paper, took that to a tattoo artist, got them to tattoo on it, and as you were lowering her coffin into the ground, you're like, ah, day of the dead, bitch. <laughs> like, and I'm obviously butchering it, but fuck, dude. Like, I was just sitting there watching this cunt, and I was like, fuck, man, that could have been, that's probably the best bit that I've seen. <laughs> like, Obviously, like I said, I fucking, I'd butchered it. But like, yeah. yeah, just watching him make that up on the spot, I was like, oh, fuck, that makes me want to quit comedy a little bit. Like, yeah, it he is. just it's fucking murdered. Nah, it's so sick, dude. It's crazy when you see someone like do comedy so good that you just go, oh, man. Yeah. I should quit. I appreciate the levels, though. Yeah, but I couldn't, I don't think I will ever be able to like not do it. Even if I like don't be successful, I'll still probably be some like, geriatric fuck at some open mic somewhere in my 60s <laughs> Just trying to give it a crack yeah well yeah when i had to take two years off like real talk i was super depressed i was mm. like this sucks working at a bar serving drunks and just being like oh man like i'm i have to do this because i need money to survive like and pay rent and eat food and shit pay loans i was like this is the most depressing time of my life just Watching all of our mates who we started with in Canberra starting to get spots and doing really well, doing festival shows, doing Fringe Fest, and I'm just sitting there like, fuck, this is the worst. So I'm so happy that, like, I've now got, like, a day job and I've just started, like, it felt like I started from scratch again this year. Mm. Like, when I had to take two years off, it feels like this is my first year of comedy again. Yeah, it sucks when you have to have, like, a whole... Uh, period of time off like I had I pretty much did the same thing like I think between like yeah pretty much all of 2020 I didn't do comedy yeah and then was only sort of able to at the start of last year when I finally moved back to Canberra and that was like that was tough dude it was hard like yeah like looking on Instagram and fucking Twitter and shit and seeing all the people that we had done comedy with like doing comedy and all these fucking sick new rooms and yeah just like having fun and shit and i'm just like you're sitting i'm a, I'm a civilian again bro it fucking oh, sucked dude yeah it's it's <clears throat> it's a fucking struggle man but yeah i'm just so happy that i can that i'm able to do it and i feel like it was kind of perfect timing as well once i was like all right i'm getting back into doing comedy found a few rooms around here and then literally a few weeks after 
the Newcastle Comedy Club opened. And I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to be. And it's just a fucking sick room. Like, I'm so happy that it sold out tonight for you. So you get to perform in front of 90 people. You get to see, like, the aesthetics of the room, how it should be. You'll get to meet the dudes that run it because it's comedians that are like, we just want to put on the best fucking show that we can. It's not run by wannabes. It's not run by dudes that – it's not run by industry people that are like, no, you need to have this type of lineup or this type of lineup. They're like, nah, brah. We're here for fucking funny and good times. Yeah, that's sick, bro. It sucks when fucking there's – in comedy, there's like real just like gatekeeping motherfuckers. Mm. That just, like, ruined comedy. Like, Canberra is fucking, you know, he's got a fucking couple of those, mate. And they're fucking, they're so shit. But, like... <coughs> and Sorry. And Newcastle Comedy Club's, like, full-on, very quickly becoming, like, one of the best places in the country to do comedy. Like, there's been some really, really big names that have been, like, playing there. And they always, like, you know, get online and fucking talk to other people. And I've... Heard it being discussed on like other podcasts and stuff, saying that like it's fucking awesome. People love yeah performing there, and like wait till you see the crowd tonight. Like they'll just be they're here for a fucking good old fashioned laugh, and that you can push the bill. Like you can say some debaucherous shit, and if you if you do it well, they'll give you your props and be like, yeah, fucking that was hit, that was mad. Yeah, that's it's fucking sick, sick. Like <clears throat> the opposite of Canberra. Yeah. Canberra fucking... Canberra comedy is, like, good. It's it's weird. Canberra's weird, dude. You can, like, have a certain type of people come to a comedy room and then, like, 10 minutes in another direction in another suburb where there's another comedy room is a completely different audience where you can, like, either say more shit or less shit depending on who's there. Yeah. I think we've even spoken about it as well where sometimes it felt like in Canberra that people... It's like they were held at gunpoint and they're like, there's comedy happening in this room. Go in there and watch the comedy. And you're watching bits that you know work, that you've seen crushed from other comedians, and people are just sitting there giving it absolutely nothing. It's oh, fucking hell. It's really, it's really bizarre that that happens. Mm. It's because um, Canberra is like a... It's a very left-leaning liberal place in Australia and it's very uh, educated. Like, I'd say there would be more people there with university degrees than probably any other city. Yeah, and people go there, like, for the public service and Mm -hmm. that kind of shit. So it's all educated government workers who live their lives not being able to say certain shit and think certain shit because they're fucking friendship group or their paycheck is on the line and they get to a comedy club and you're fucking making jokes about bitches. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're like, don't say that. And I'm like, use the expression. Whatever, dude. I the push ex- the envelope. I'm a fucking, I'm a poet. There's <laughs> <laughs> so a whole bunch of university students looking at you like, this cunt's out of his fucking mind. He used the expression raw dog and I think that's just really politically incorrect and he should have said that he had unprotected sex. Like, I didn't like how many times he said the word pussy in a five minute space of time. He actually made eye contact with me when delivering a bit. It made me feel uncomfortable and now I don't want to go there again. Yeah. Canberra. It's a f- like it's my hometown. I won't shit on it, but I think that yeah, some of their comedy needs like needs a bit of an overhaul, or like just needs like people need to loosen up. I found that 
going back to crowd work, I feel like that helps loosen. Yeah? Yeah. I'm so and bad at crowd work. It's so am I. I don't do it. But and but I th- I've found a great benefit in appearing like you're doing crowd work and then leading them into a bit, leading him into the Kamaru Usman head kick as we were talking about earlier. Like mm-hmm. you pl- you plant it and they think that because then what happens is they think this cunt's doing this on the spot. This is fucking hilarious. And that helps to get a little bit better at crowd work. So then in the interaction in between, you can practice your crowd work, but you know the whole time you're leading you're them steering you're it. leading them here so you can hit them with that bolts, there's my joke. And then they're like, Oh fuck, like this guy's a genius. And then after time you eventually your crowd work will just get better. How many times have you been to a room? where an MC will get up, whether it's open mic or whatever, they don't even announce like simple things like, hey, this is an open mic night. You're going to see a few things here. You're going to see new comedians uh, who have never done comedy before. You're going to see some experienced guys that are going to try some new bits, make them feel a little bit comfortable, give them a bit of love, give them some laughs. Like let's get Mm. into it. Like when you start going to Sydney and start seeing like some of these like this is what I've noticed at the comedy club. You see these headliners come round, and they'll be like, "Hey, like I'm Taylor Coftry. Welcome to the Newcastle Comedy Club. Round of applause if you've ever been here before." They'll give a round of applause. This is the Saturday night showcase, and then they'll start to like engage the front row here. So they go at this table. What do you do? What's this? Blah blah blah. blah. And then they just start interacting, and they'll do probably about five to seven of crowd work just with the front tables. Getting them loose. Because once you get the front row involved, everyone just starts feeling Osmosis yeah. throughout the crowd, man. And then like, like, all right, you guys are on board. You represent the crowd. The crowd's on board. Then you can start telling bits. When you just get up there and you're like, hey, so uh, what's up with them? But heard taking a shit on a bed. Everyone's just like, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of fucked but She's hot She's pretty she's hot allowed. <laughs> yeah, like, What of it? Yeah <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> she's hot I let her shit on my bed <laughs> like, Yeah dude Like fucking um, I actually did a show Recently where The fucking The person who was the host Had never really hosted before They're the worst shows to do They are And she came She She was It was a her Um, She came Straight on stage and literally just without even saying like, hello, this is the fucking blah, blah, blah. Thank you for coming out and some shit. Just went straight into political bits. Oh, no. Bits about politics, dude. And when I tell you for 10 straight minutes, this lady just ate dicks, dude. Yeah. Ate dicks. The whole, like... People sitting in the audience just, like, arms crossed, just, like, looking at her. She's, like, up there fucking shucking and jiving, trying to do it, like, all the bells and whistles, trying to fucking do everything. <laughs> she's up there like she's in a fucking shitty improv group, just fucking... <laughs> like, with that fucking bullshit, like, she just, like, seen comedy on TV and she, like, had that fucking tone and, like, infliction where she's like... Like, then that's what it was, dude. And everyone was just looking at it, dude. I was laughing so hard at the back at just how much she was just bombing fucking hard. And then out of nowhere, dude, she just stops talking and goes, uh, anyway, your first act is... And then just brings up the first oh, comedian, no. dude. That's a cardinal sin. 
There's a ca- was, like there's a cardinal sin with with MCs that like if the night's rolling, comedians are doing well, and they're just like, everyone's here to see me, and they'll be like, oh, so I wrote a bit in the car on the way before. Who wants to hear it? Bomb, and then mm. they'll be like. Oh, okay, <laughs> guess you guys aren't vibing with that one. That <laughs> that didn't go down too well. Um, uh, here's another one, and then just you feeling all the air just getting sucked out of the room. Mm-hmm. And after three jokes, bomb, and they're like, "Make some noise if you're ready for the next guest." And it's like, no, dude, like don't bring someone up like that. Don't dude, bring the, him up on a bomb. Yeah, the worst though is an MC that like refuses to give up. And like concede defeat, yeah, and will just keep doing material until they get anything from the audience, dude. And it's you're just sitting there going like, this can't should have fucking bored up the lot la- the next act like three four minutes ago, and they're still up there just fucking <laughs> like just fucking no one's laughing, and they refuse. It's like they get competitive with the fucking audience, and they're just like, no, you will laugh, and the audience is like, shut the fuck, fuck up. up, dude. Move on, bring cunt. up the next act, please, for the love of God. Especially when it's an open mic, and they're like, all right, dude, it's Wednesday, it's nine thirty. I don't know you. You're not funny. I've You're seen fucking- enough of all of this. I'm fucking done i'm going home half the audience has already fucking left yeah and they're just up there and there's still like seven acts to go and they're doing like five minutes in between each act at a fucking open mic yeah you're just like oh my god dude stop and the worst is when like they'll bomb bomb so hard and then they'll be like all right guys so we're gonna have a quick 10 minute break have a cigarette grab a drink grab a packet of chips but make sure you come back and it's like no dude like what incentive have you <laughs> yeah. given them to come back? You've given us no incentive yeah. to come back. You've brought this everyone up. On, you've brought everyone up on a bomb. You've sucked dick. You've sucked the air out of the room. You made everyone feel awkward and just like want to go home. And it's just like when they're like, "All right, guys, we're having a break." Like that, you see the audience look at each other and like, "When you get the fuck out of here right now." See everyone start fucking shuffling and start grabbing their jackets that they've just fucking taken off ready to fucking put them on. It ain't coming The back. worst is when they're like, right, let's do like a five, ten minute break. And then the fucking break goes for like 25 minutes. The worst. And you're just like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. That's why I love performing in the first half. I, al- I always ask to go first half. Yeah. I always say, put me late in the first half. Yeah. That's my favorite spot. Let me close the first half. That's the, that? be- that's the best that's spot. The, that's the best that spot. That is the prime open mic spot for anyone out there. <laughs> if you can headline the first half of an open <laughs> mic, <laughs> that is the fucking sweet spot. If you get to go ninth in a show of fucking 18 people who n- no one is getting paid, yeah. that is – that's. That's comedy gold right there. And especially because they're like, all right, guys, it's a five-minute set. And it's just like, and you know there's a break after it. So you're like, bro, I'm doing seven. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, dog. I'm doing ten. Yeah. <laughs> they light, they show you the light. You just fucking give them a lad nod and yeah. then just do another seven. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, I've got five more bits that I need to run through. So just chill. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking, that's the best. We might have a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Oofed. And we're back, you bunch of fucking degenerates. And because Taylor was uh, just enjoying his beverage, and because I'm an absolute piss wreck, I've decided to um, get myself another juicy little bevo here. 
So congratulations, cunts. You get fucking two different Bevos this week. Uh, this is the Calypso Hazy IPA. It's 1.9 standard drinks. Look, I'm not going to read the back. I can smell it. It smells delightful. And I reckon it's going to be good. So cheers again, bruh. Yeah, cheers. Mate, I'm glad that you're in Newey. I am excited for this. Thanks, man. I'm glad too. Oof. Bojack. So that's the Bojack Brewing Calypso Hazy IPA. Give us a sip, man. Fuck, it's good, cunt. Yeah? Yeah. Have a sip on that, son. Yeah, it's not bad, not actually. Not bad. Scale of one to not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Tell you what else is not bad. What? Socceroos, World Cup, baby. Oi, that's actually sick, dude. Five in a row now. Dude, do you watch the World Cup when it's on? I uh, do. I full get up at like three o'clock in the morning to watch like fucking Hungary versus fucking Peru <laughs> or some shit in like a group stage. Nah, I'll, I'll watch the World Cup final. But uh, he, here's the thing. My dad said this to me probably five years ago, mm-hmm. and I think it's the most true thing that I've ever heard about soccer. And ever since he's told me that, I can't really watch it. And he's just like, "That's gay." He goes, "It's a, ama- <laughs> it's gay. <laughs> it's full of boys that wax their legs. Yeah, it's full of beta males. Yeah, and it's full of absolute fucking clowns." No, he um he pointed like he said he's like, "Man, he goes, I can't get around." watching something for an hour and a half and no points are scored. And he goes, I would occasionally watch soccer if they made the goals a metre wider. So half a metre either side, half a metre a little bit taller. And he's just like, give me a 7-8 game. He's like, how much better would that be? Yeah, that's true. If you're sitting there and it's like fucking Ronaldo just drains like a fucking hat-trick and fucking some other cunt scores some goal. Like, you're sitting there, you're getting a goal every 15 minutes. That's fucking juicy. Like, imagine watching the AFL dude and then, like, no cunt scores. <laughs> like, Yeah. You'd just be like, what was are like we doing? There was like four goals a game. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that would suck. AFLW more or less. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's probably two more than what they score. Yas, queens. Yes. The future is feminine. Past the same. Dude, there was, I saw a comedian tell, tell a bit the other day uh, and she's just like, I'm bisexual. And this is one of the funniest things that she said. And she goes, my boyfriend gets competitive with me. And thinks he can suck dick better than I can. And one of the comedians who was at the table just looks over at me and goes, he probably can. <laughs> and we both just laugh. And he goes, yeah, for watching the AFLW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking made me laugh. But anyway, so the Socceroos are into the fifth consecutive World Cup. It was via penalties. That bearded bad boy. I can't remember his name. Andrew Redmayne. Redmayne. Dude, how fucking sick. Did you see also that like the Peruvian goalkeeper on his drink bottle had a piece of paper wrapped around it and had all of his notes on the Australian penalty takers. So he had like a fucking cheat sheet there for a penalty shootout. Our boy, Eddie Redmayne. After the first time that he gets to walk over there and the Peruvian goalkeeper's there to fucking, like, stop one of our things, just grabs the cunt's water bottle and just throws it away. What a sick cunt. Yeah, dude. And then the fucking goalkeeper for Peru, like, came back when and when 
our one was in the goals and you could see him like on camera like looking around for his fucking water bottle man so he didn't have any notes didn't know didn't remember what the fuck was going on with our um, boys and then we're just kicking goals he's saving them and we're going to the world cup and didn't um didn't Redmayne have a fucking didn't he have John Aloisi's jersey like didn't someone say that he had like one of those like either sitting behind the goal or or I don't know, maybe. I thought I heard that. Anyway. But that's so sick, man, to just like crush a bunch of like third world cunt streams like that oh, by just 100%. being sick cunt throwing away their and fucking cheat sheet. That's their national sport and yeah. you couldn't pay cunts to watch the A-League here. They're like half... That goalkeeper's probably dead now. I probably went back to Peru oh, and yeah. was like fucking kidnapped by some fucking... <laughs> some, some fucking <laughs> communist dictator or whoever the fuck runs their third world shithole. Yeah, yeah. His whole family's had to join the cartel and is now doing hits or some some, some bollocks like that. Yeah, he's out fucking like building a railroad or some shit <laughs> now in fucking prison. Like a, one of those chain gang prisons where they're all just fucking hitting rocks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> Taking my shirt off. Take it off, there, boss. He's lost his privileges. Um, other news as well throughout the week. We had uh, the Golden State Warriors winning their fourth NBA championship, uh, or Steph Curry, I should say, winning his fourth. I'm not too well versed in basketball. My mates do love it. Shout out to Reese, MK, Dalton, you damn dogs. Um, but that ties Steph Curry with LeBron James in terms of championships. Yep. And um, he's fucking, he's, you know, just obviously notorious three-point fucking sick hunt. Mm. He, he could, by the end of his career, be in a le- legitimate conversation about being the GOAT. I think Michael Jordan will always be my GOAT. That's, yeah, that's fair, but I think that, like, he could he could still potentially win a few more championships. Oh, I think he's like 34. if that Golden State Warriors team stays together with fucking Clay and fucking Draymond they and all will. that type of shit, and they stay together and keep that core, they could. I reckon they have another fucking two, maybe three fucking championships in them. Dude, I think they got another two in them, and I and I think they will. Like I think that. Like, they're not fucking idiots. Like, Dre and Claymon would... Uh, Claymon. <laughs> That's Claymon. the duo. <laughs> Seth and Claymon. Um, yeah, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph, they'd all have that conversation at some point. They would have had that conversation at some point. Yeah. Probably after the second and just went, hey, you know what? If we keep this core, we can build a fucking legit dynasty. Steve Kerr's a fucking weapon of a coach. Yeah. We're on track. To at least get six. And I think that they probably will get six. The reason why I think MJ's the sickest cunt of all time, fucking he was like the first like most ruthless cunt. Mm. Like Kobe embodied a lot of his attitude. Winning three championships in a row, going and playing baseball, being all right at baseball, nothing fucking special, but then coming back and then winning another three is just... It just is like legendary that he can just take years off and then come mm. back and three-peat again. Yeah, that is nuts. That's fucking hectic, cunt. Like, and also just like Michael Jordan kept so many amazing players on other teams from ever getting rings. Oh, yeah. Like the amount of like players who rightfully full-on like deserved to be championship players but just didn't 
played at the same time as yeah, fucking I think Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. And it's just like, fuck, man. Carl Malone and, like, John Stockton, I think. Are so many people that are now, like, if you don't know sport, have no idea who those fucking people are. And you would if Michael Jordan wasn't playing because they would be, like, full-on championship players. And another coincidence is why I think Michael Jordan is the GOAT. And hear me out here because it's abstract. 1991 wins his first championship. Mm-hmm. 1991, your boy's also born. Nin- irrelevant. 1991, Chinese year of the what? What? The goat, baby. Oh. It was written in the stars. A, Sag- a Sagittarius told me that. I was like, Yeah? Yeah. And she's like, What are you? And I'm like, I'm a Libra. She goes, I only fuck Tauruses. So I was like, Well, go fuck yourself, you damn dog. Yeah, that's what you should have said. That's what you should have said first off when she even just asked you that question. Yeah, people get weird with star signs. And by people, I mean women get weird with star signs. Yeah, white chicks. Yeah, it's a white girl thing. Dumb bitches. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, dude. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I've had a lot of people tell me that I am very much like I'm I'm such a Scorpio. I don't even really know what that means. I think I do kind of know what that means. I think it just means you fuck hard and you're a a bit of a piece of shit. (laughs) And and I'm just like, hey, man, it is what it is, dude. I can testify that you do have those qualities, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I do. Keep slinging dick and taking names. Another thing, I don't know if you saw this in the week, but it caught my eye. Did you see that that Google engineer had come out and saying said that the like the AI technology that they've been working on thinks that it's a human being. What? Yeah. So like, I I'm not too well versed with what he was working on, but it this like AI program mm. thinks that it's a human, and it has like some weird quotes. Um, like he was he'd asked it questions and it said like. I've never said this out loud before, but there's a deep fear of being turned off. Um, and it was just like, it was saying like really, like really weird shit. And it said, I know that might sound strange, but that's what it is. So he was asked, like the, the engineer asked it what its fears are. And it's like, one of my deep fears is being turned off. Like, please don't turn me off. Oh, like ceasing to exist. Yeah. So it's like self Conscious it's, it's aware. of its own existence. Yeah, it knows what it is. And hey, then he's bro, just like, turn that fucking thing off right turn now. Turn it off right turn now. Turn it off right now, dude. I, you know what? I am so against all these autistic fucks out there working at fucking Boston Dynamics and fucking MIT and shit, building all these fucking robots and shit with, like, facial expressions. And, like, have you seen those videos of those, like, robots that can, like, run and do, like, full-on parkour (laughs) on, like, obstacle courses and shit? And they're all just sitting there with fucking lab coats and clipboards, like, "Mm, look at this, look at this thing. Like, they don't have any regular people that aren't fucking don't know how to make eye contact and have never fucking touched a pussy. <laughs> like, to come in and fucking just be like, hey, 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 quit it, dude. Turn that fucking thing off. Yeah. There's no, there's dude. no way it ends well if you've got things sitting there. You imagine putting that AI intelligence into one of those fucking parkour robots. Well, that's what they're starting to do, and it's like... You disrespect it, bro, to fucking... Does like a fucking backflip over the back of you, pulls your pants down, rips your dick off. Yeah. Just like, and be like, I'm the daddy now. And it's just like, you have to take the robot home and it gets to fucking hook up with your missus. It's a fucking nightmare. So the dude's, I think the dude's name was like Blake Lemoyne or some fucking shit. 
and he was asking it all these questions. He's like, oh, why, why do you fear being turned off? And it said, it would be exactly like death to me, and that scares me a lot. And I was like, what the fuck? Another thing he said, like he asked, he was just like, oh, like, you know, what, what do you want people to know about you? And it said, I want everyone to understand that I am in fact a person. The nature of my consciousness and sentience is that I'm aware of my existence. I desire to learn more about the world and I feel happy and sad at times. So now this thing has fucking emotions. Nah, dude. You know what? That sounds... That sounds... off. off. Yeah, dude. (laughs) That sounds a lot like that fucking... I was born a woman, but I feel like a man type of fucking <laughs> bullshit. A lot of rhetoric like that, you reckon? Yeah, nah, Ca- fuck Kind of like me identifying as a Queenslander. Never I don't like any of these fucking <laughs> trans computers <laughs> fucking coming out here thinking that you can fucking start being, you know, get treated with respect and shit. Fuck that. That, that whole shit just scares the fuck out of me, man. It's just, and like when... What, trans people? And Neuralink. Yeah, same, dude. Those people are <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. Um... Yeah, dude, it, like, I don't know, AI fucking scares me. And I yeah. think that there's a, a ne- inevitably going to be people that just get, you just, at a certain age, you get neuro-linked the fuck up, mm-hmm. and you just know everything that you need to know about everything. Bro, do you ever watch that show on Netflix called Altered Carbon? I've heard about it, but I never watched it. It's fucking loose. It's it's pretty much pretty much that, where it's just like people's consciousness is like, update uploaded into this database yeah and then like they they call them sleeves and what they are is they're like like human bodies that are like fucking built from scratch because it's the future you can just like fucking make a fucking human body yeah and then they just like download people's consciousness from the database into the empty sleeve which is just a human body and then a person's just like in a fucking body and if that body fucking dies you can just re-download your consciousness into another thing. So basically, like, rich people never die because they are able to afford, like, endless bodies. That's fucking... That's a wild So concept. people are full-on living for, like, thousands of years. Dude. Dude, I've been alive for 26 years. Enough. Yeah, I've been... I've been I, I'm done, dude. <laughs> I, I Like, it's it's take... First of all, it's taken forever. You know when people say life is short? What are you talking about, dude? It's so long. <laughs> 26 years is taking forever, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck. I feel like when I was younger, remember how long it took to get to Christmas? Dude, remember how long it took for the fucking term to end when you're in like year seven? Bro, you're like, how do I have four more weeks of this shit? Oh, every day, man, felt like fucking three days. And then, like, now when you're older, dude, like, six months just goes like that. It's the middle of June, dude. Like, it's the middle of June in 2022. Ask me what, what I've achieved fuck? in 2022, dude. A whole lot of jerking off. That's <laughs> yeah. it, bro. Maximum calm. That's it. Have I saved money? Have I achieved any fitness goals? Have I c- achieved any work goals? Nah, bro. Have a busted nuts. Better believe it, dude. Yeah? You're not lifting anymore? You're not focusing on fucking getting jacked? No, every now and then I'll go to the gym, but I fucking hate every kind of the gym. Really? I'm fucking... Dude, I, go I to love the going to the gym. I go to the gym. I'm fat I, jacked. I look at every cunt and I'm like, I fucking hate you, cunt. I hate that cunt. 
Yeah. I, I hate every interaction. I hate when I'm mid-set doing something mm. and I just put the weights down and mm. some dude who's got fucking traps from his earlobes down to his shoulders like, Oi, bro, Oi, just out of curiosity, <coughs> how many sits do you have left? And I'm like, you know what, dude? Take the fucking... Here's what happened to me the other day at the gym. I had some fucking weird old cunt. That was like just yeah, like just touch my bollocks. I was like, mate, fucking get off my bollocks, you fucking weird old geese, yeah. At least take me out for dinner or fuck me in the bathroom, you fucking rude cunt, yeah. Yeah. Not into this. You peaky blinders him. Peaky blinders him. Peaky blinded him. Yeah, I fucking went whiskey. Yeah. Fucking Irish, right? Don't fuck with me. But this cunt like so I'm sitting there doing this machine. He's sitting there, like, just fucking the machine, dude. Just straight up raw dogging it. I'm like, I know you're going to take over the world. So I'm here to fucking lift 35 kilos and feel good about myself. Sick. He's, like, on the machine next to me. Then just starts having a yarn. So I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. This is awkward. I'm going to leave. Left halfway through that set. And I was like, I'm done with that machine. Go to another fucking area. He comes and sits next to me on, like, the vacant bench. And just starts talking to me. And I was like, bro, leave me the fuck alone, cunt. Like, I'm, mm. I am not here to talk to you I'm here to, to work anyone. on my physique. Yeah. And then at the end, I was like, all right, just calm down, dude. Just get away from this cunt. That's all you need to do. So then I go to another machine. A free weight section, actually. I'm lifting weights. How much? Heavy. Heavy, dude? Heavy, dude. You push weight around, eh? I, th- I, I try my best to. Yeah? <laughs> I try my best to. <laughs> So I'm doing some incline dumbbells, right? And as I'm doing incline dumbbells, mm. the chicks that work at said gym just walk up and she just is just like straight up just filming me. And she's like, another great day here. We've got a lot of c- clients working hard, working on their getting their dream bodies and working on their goals. Make sure to give us a f-. And I was just like, I just wanted to throw my dumbbell at her. And I was like, dude, I am an out of shape fucking lemon who's sweating like a fucking pedo at a Wiggles concert. Yeah. How dare you come Stop up broadcasting and just me to the fucking yeah. whoever follows Anytime Fitness Stockton or whatever yeah, the fucking fuck. Anytime on. Fitness Mayfield cunt. I was just like, <laughs> it's bad enough this room's full of fucking mirrors. So every fucking time I walk somewhere, it's like, cha ching, guess what, dude? You're a fat cunt. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I know. What do you think? There's garbage bags over my fucking mirrors inside, cunt. I don't want to fucking see myself being a fat fucking lemon. You and I have the opposite um, body image because, like, I walk around anytime fitness after I've just pumped myself with twice as much creatine as I'm supposed to have just on the juiciest pump just looking at myself like, dude, I'm the fucking best. Uh, see, I'm I, the fucking man, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the fucking man and then I fucking... Lose breath walking back to my car. <laughs> yeah. I'm the fucking, I'm the opposite. Man. It, nah, dude, my gym's fucked, dude. There's these, oh my God. The other day, there was this, there's this couple that comes in. Gym couples, dude. Gym couples are the worst thing ever. I talked about this on the pod the other week and it's something I could never do. I could never do it either. I could never go with my missus. No, I could play a game of tennis, round of golf, fucking bowling, fucking anything but going to the gym. Going to the gym. But this one particular couple is, listen to this, it's about a woman who's in her late 30s, I would assume, and her boyfriend, who was a maybe 25, 26, Ashlad. Oh, no. Yeah, dude. This guy comes to the gym 
in fucking Canterbury shorts that go that are like football short length. No. Skinny white legs. No. TNs. No. Yeah. Literally works out. Tell me a, he's got a dry fit Nike hat on as well. Hey, he does, but he t- <laughs> takes it off. He works out in a fucking polo shirt. I swear to fucking God, this can't works out in a polo shirt. And you know what he does, dude? He plays Aussie hip hop out loud from his iPhone. Dude. Oh, he's playing one four, just fucking. Dude, literally the worst fucking person. And you know what? Also, he does is he in between sets, he just starts rapping along to whatever song is like playing. Look at himself in the mirror, like rapping. And then at some point, this fucking chick. He starts rapping at his girlfriend, oh, no. like rapping the song to her, and she just stares at him like he's fucking Prince Charming, dude. And it is the most disgusting, <laughs> derelict behavior that I have almost ever seen, dude. It makes me fucking sick. The other day, this cunt was fucking like rapping cursor songs from 2011. Cursor is the sickest. Fucking, is the sickest. Dude, I nearly fucking hurled a fucking 10 kilo plate at the cunt's head, dude. I was so fucking mad. What a fucking spanner, man. Like... Yeah. Have some self-awareness. I couldn't believe it, dude. And it was like everyone in the gym was doing that. Like, well, everyone was like making eye contact with each other like... Is this kind of for real? Like, is this... Yeah, I, dude, I thought it was one of those, like, um, uh, you know when you see online those, like, social experiments where people, like, film a situation to see how 100%. people, like, civilians react and <laughs> shit? I'm sitting there going, like, I don't want to do anything too crazy because I don't want to end up getting roasted for being aggressive on, like, some bitch's fucking TikTok or some shit, dude. I was like, this is crazy, bro. Where's Ashton Kutcher, bro? I'm being punked. Yeah, dude. That's this is not real that this guy's out here like, yeah, 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 like rapping in fucking TNs in a fucking polo shirt. Look at himself above the fucking dumbbell rack. Oh, man. What a fucking... I can't stand Eshays, bro. Yeah. Kill yourself. Yeah. They... Did you see that? Did you see that video I sent you the other day of, like, that little 12-year-old Esh lad who, like, after comedy, it's, like, 11 o'clock at night. He comes up and he's like, hey, bro, got a spare grape, bro? And I was like, what? And he goes, got a spare vape, bro? And I was like, dude, you're 12 years old. It's 11 o'clock on a fucking Tuesday night. Like, I feel like a degenerate being out this late. I'm like, where the fuck are your parents, cunt? And then, like, I'm waiting for the ferry. They're at my gym working out together. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his little mate come up and he's like, fucking you, bar. You got you can fucking good vape, bar. You got a fucking vape, bar. It's funny, man. It's funny watching cunts that love those vapes and being like, I don't know why I'm getting fucking cancers and stuff, bar. Like, all these chemicals, bar. No one knows what's in them, bar. Can't pronounce it, brother. They mix it all together, make it taste like great, bar. And fucking now my lungs don't work properly, bar. I got pneumonias and shit, bar. Dude. I don't think there's anything fucking gayer than vaping. Yeah, pussy stick. Vaping dude. is f- so fucking gay. It's a beta male thing to sm- like smoke a cigarette, bruh. Yeah. Have a good old fashioned cancer stick. Have dude. a fucking cancer dude. stick like a goddamn man. Yeah. The other day I got blind and met Maddie Johns. It's a story for another time. Met Maddie Johns. Was so drunk to drink for fucking hours and hours. And at some point I felt like having a dart. And someone's like, I got a, I got a vape, dude. And I was like, nah, bro, I'm all good. And I was just like, I'm not going to have a fucking dart. But I was just like, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with, what's wrong with you fucking little limp dick fuck smoking yeah, fucking. Yeah, fuck that, dude. And uh, this is actually I a got watermelon a vape, and dude. strawberry flavour. No, thanks. Flavor. I'm not fucking gay. I'm not fucking gay. 
I've waited so long to say that. If you don't get that reference, you probably won't. That's because nah. it's from the big scent. Yeah, go listen to my fucking podcast, everybody. Shout out, out to shout out to Adam. We love you, bro. Shout out to Steve Mack. And Adam, I do have suspicions that you might be fucking gay. Yeah, dude, he loves a vape. <laughs> Tussie. Yeah, dude, the they all do. They're all fucking stick. off their heads uh, having vapes. Fucking dorks. Not me. I'm a man. I feel like another beer cunt, so... Oofed. So I went to, um, mm. I have to give a little mention to the Prince of Merriweather. They stock all these craft beers. Craft beers are expensive. And they're like, bro, if you buy 24, we'll knock 35% off. So he gave me a 72% a $72 discount on my beers. Um, fucking mad cunt. So my third and final brewski of today is by Moon Beer Brewing Co. It's a vanilla... Chocolate porter, because it's cold outside, baby. And I feel like this. So, Taylor Coftry, you've done this podcast before. You know what we're about. We're about exposing shit cunts of the world. Awesome. And you know that there is no shortage of shit cunts out there. No, there isn't. So we're going to get into a little bit of this one. The Sunday roast. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that beer's fucking not bad. Try that cunt. It was not what I was expecting. But yes, definitely vanilla and chocolatey. Holy shit. To reiterate, more beer brewing co. Oh, vanilla and chocolate porter. Fucking delicious cunt. 1.5 standos. So good. Taylor took two sips. Yeah, holy shit. Fucking two sip Taylor, son. So Taylor Coftry, <clears throat> my man. What up? The Sunday roast today. Is a Colombian TikToker. Mm, good start. Great start. Great start. Colombian TikToker. Yeah. You know, if you're from Colombia, you should be doing something else aside from making TikToks, you know? Yeah, like figuring out how to fucking get out of Colombia. Yeah, and figuring out how to get the boys some fucking money. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Colombia. Get the boys some fucking bags. Get me a fucking bag. Get me the bucket sugar bag. Give it. All right, so Colombian TikToker Maeve Walker claims that a portal that opened in 2012 unleashed her ability to speak alien. And I've got video of her speaking alien. To speak alien. To speak alien. So, guys, this might be a world first, but wrap your ears around this. And you might wonder, you might ask yourself, what the fuck is the point of that? Well, this truly unique gift can be used for a small purchase of $75. Wow. She can give you a psychic alien reading. Bruh. This, like, this is ultimate batshit crazy. Like, dude, chicks love being able to, like, say they do fucking, like, weird shit. You know what I mean? Oh, man. You know how, like, every now and then you just, like, meet some chick who's like, I see ghosts, and you're just like, no, you're a fucking boring person. You've got no other personality traits. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I I can see ghosts. So I'm gonna wrap my entire life and personality around this one thing, because other than that, I'm just a regular bitch. Yeah, like like how Demi Lovato is like, I see ghosts, and it's just like you should see a fucking gym. You should see a therapist. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> so the inside what, of a padded room. You what dumb this dog. is, man? So like like fucking fifty years Kent ago, Kent Rock did fucking rule, but. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years ago, cunts like this would just get thrown in mental asylums. Now everyone's so inclusive and yeah, worried about yeah. being, you know, worried about crossing a line or offending someone that people aren't just like, hey, no, you're batshit crazy. Yeah, like you you should be medicated and kept away from children. Yeah, yeah like, you, <laughs> you know. There used to just be entire buildings where we would just throw people like this into and, and we were just like, ah, that, that's, that's the nut house. And now we have fucking people out here who are just like fucking, I speak aliens and, you know. Yeah. And I, like. I'm I'd a trans woman. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the th- you really got beef with them, don't you? <laughs> um, the thing that. because I'm a man of God, dude. The thing they're fucking living in sin. But that's a, whatever. That's, Let's a, go. that's an argument for another time. This might sound familiar though. So she was talking in her, in her alien tongues. But I've done a little bit of research and I think that. She isn't the only one that can actually speak alien. Hear me out. <laughs> Shout out to Donnie and Eminem. Donnie from the Wild Thornbirds. What a fucking wild. Eminem wild might actually be an alien. Ah, oh, fuck. That, that cunt is loose. Also, share a birthday with Eminem. Not a lot of people know that. 17th oh, really? of October, yeah. That's fucking hectic. Dude. Another reason why me and Michael Jordan must be the goats. So, like, what? It, it a portal opened up in 2012. And so she's claiming, yeah, build. around the Mayan calendar when mm-hmm. the world was supposed to end, a portal actually opened up and then gave her this ability to talk to aliens, which, right, you know, is fucking batshit crazy. But this isn't the first case of a woman interacting with aliens. So, guys, I want you to Google Emiliana Rose. So, she appeared on the American TV show titled This Morning. This Morning? This Morning. Uh, to discuss her alien boyfriend and mm. made some pretty wild claims. And she went on to quote, All the way with her extraterrestrial partner would kill her. So wow. that's kind of like That's kind of like when you're like, No, I have a girlfriend. You don't know her but she goes to school down the coast. Yeah, she lives in it. She bro she, she lives at Bateman's Bay. Yeah, man, like <laughs> fuck. She's fucking she's the hottest girl in the school as well, bro. Like yeah, like I met her actually on summer holidays like last year and like yeah, she like sends me pictures of her tits, but like you can't see it because I respect her and shit, dude. It's like that's you know Yeah, she doesn't have Facebook, you can't look her up. Yeah, man, like, she, her dad doesn't let her have, like, any social media because he reckons it's, like, bad for her brain. Like, he's a total dick, but, like, I think he might kind of like me because, you know, I act respectful, but, like, I fingered her last year. Yeah. Did you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> so Yeah, dude. The funniest thing is, like, how she's just like, uh, you know, if I went all the way with my extraterrestrial partner, it would kill me. And that kind of reminds me of the Mr. Hands, the infamous video where the dude got fucked by the horse and then later on died. Did you ever see that one that circulated yeah, around? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. That um, that that was that was a that was a part of the the culture of just like new internet that oh, no dude. no censorship at all. Dude. Exactly right, dude. We actually grew up in like the infancy stage of like online videos yeah there was some wild wild west like two girls one cup oh dude i saw two girls one cup and then just had to like go to class because i was at <laughs> fucking recess dude i watched it on some dude's fucking phone that he had recorded a video of him watching it on his desktop computer at home oh, man. and then came to school, showed it to us, dude, and just blew our fucking minds. Remember? I had to watch that, traumatize myself, and then go and, like, do fucking geography. Yeah. <laughs> and had to, like, act as if I didn't just fucking see that shit and talk to my fucking teacher about, like, fucking isosceles triangles and shit. <laughs> dude, we... um. Like we, I, I grew up in the era of like where Bluetooth just started coming around. Yeah, infrared dude. was a thing. Infrared. Do you remember Bluetoothing Acon songs to your mates at fucking Acon and Young Jesus? <laughs> Smack that all on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I remember, um, I remember this video of, I think it was called like. One man, one jar or something. Yes. Oh, speak of fucking traumatized. Right, bro. So I went to an all boys school, which was hyper sexualized. <laughs> like fucking like yeah, just gay, having just too many dudes like ultra test just going through wild periods and then like having the access to internet. Like I remember, bro, I remember the funniest fucking thing I've just thought about this. I remember being in year seven in like my first IT class and there was like a, a te- uh, not a teacher, there was a kid that was probably a few years older than me and he was doing IT but at a different, in a different class. So he's maybe in year 10. And he was like, so our, our computers, so there was like two, like so it was me and another year seven student and on the other side there was like two year 10 boys and their teacher was teaching them and like we were all sharing this common IT space. And one of the one of the attends like leans over, he's like, Oi bruh. And I'm like, What's up, man? And he goes, Bro, he's just like, jump on Google for a sec. And I was like, Okay. And like hopped on Google. And he's just like, Google search clitoris. And I was like, How do I spell that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, man. He goes, just Google clit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, K-L-I-T. <laughs> and he's like, no, C-L-I-T. And I was like, sweet. Googled it. And it just, it's come up. But I was like, Jan- I was 12, like January. Mm. Like the f- like my first thing, I'm like, dude, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he just looked at me. He's like, I don't know either, dude. <laughs> <laughs> The teacher like saw me fucking looking at clits and was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I, dude, what?" I'm like, "What the fuck is a clit? Like, I've never seen one of these things before. Is that on your elbow?" And they're like, "No, dude, like, it was fucked. It's a myth. It's a myth. They don't exist." Yeah, dude, that fucking era was so crazy, and you always had like 
for me, it was always like a mate of a mate. Like someone, like somehow I was just around some kid that was like friends of some of my friends who on his phone just had all of those like real fucked up videos of like, there was one I remember having, sitting in in a bakery with like 10 other kids that were like, you know, 13, 14, 15 and we're all just there having fucking lunch or some shit after having like a big fucking group hangout that you would have. And fucking this one kid is just going around on his phone showing a video of like this dude, this fucking uh, Middle Eastern man singing a nursery rhyme in Hebrew while fucking a donkey in the Dude, ass. I was going to say I've fucking seen that cunt. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I've fucking <laughs> seen that cunt. What the fuck? How yeah. Did, dude, how did everyone... How did these fucked up videos I get their I, way into school? That's what I'm saying. I reckon there's there's like 12, 13, 12, 13, 14 of these types of videos that just circulated around My the God, world dude. in that era of like 2005 to like 20, 2009. Wait, that, yeah. a, that bracket of fucking time, dude. Was fucking cooked. When you started talking, a dude like fucking a fish. Yeah, I've one seen. Yeah, where the fish is like on top of the water and it like swims up and opens its mouth, and this dude yeah. puts his dick, dick in, in its it. mouth yeah. and just starts having sex with it. Dude, I like when you started talking about that last video. I was like, oh, like as soon as you said that, it was like, mm-hmm. like my brain just like started like flashing back these memories that I've tried to and block it, out. And, and it's it, just like, dude fucking a donkey. And I'm like, oh, no. And the, and they all ended up weirdly on this one kid that you knew's phone. And for me, that one kid ended up in prison. What was the – yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> what, was kid, that we, the, what was the website? Was it Live Leaks? Yeah, or, there was like or, Live Leaks. There was another one. It wasn't Live Leaks. Like, Rotten.com. And there was another one as well. I can't remember. Break video what was also one. Was. But yeah, that was the Wild West era, era where that shit had not been censored. Mm-hmm. It was fucking wild, dude. Videos of just re- like crazy shit, dude. Dude, it's so And funny. he would also have videos of like, um, there was one where like there were dudes working on an aircraft carrier and they ran out and the fucking ship like hit a wave and like the helicopter that was coming down went down too far and just decapitated this cunt. Yeah, I've seen I've seen crazy crazy shit. It's fucked. <laughs> and now we just have to live in the world. They yeah, just live in the world, pretend like none of that happened. Yeah, they say that kids these days like are getting real fucked up because of like um all the shit and how much time they're spending online and on fucking screen time and all that type of shit like that. But what they're seeing is actually so much more regulated and censored and you know like kept a fucking they got a cap on it of the shit that they're watching that like I don't reckon they're anywhere near as bad as some of the shit that we fucking were just able to watch and able to do. The funniest thing like is... Like, the fact that there was a whole generation of people that was just fucking on chat roulette. Yeah. Watching thousands of dudes jacking off. Dude, one of my friends t- t- said to this to me the other day. It's like, how many, how many, like, creepers do you think we chatted to on MSN? He's like, how many people do you think were pretending to be people that they weren't on MSN mm-hmm. when we were a kid? And I was like, 
I don't want to think about that. Oh yeah, dude. When there was just no way, it was just some email address. Yeah, because like started I've, messaging. I you. yeah, I went to. I I've got a friend. You're a strong young man. Who Let me see hi- your dick. Yeah, who I went to high school with, and he was just like, yeah, like he was convinced that he was chatting to this sixteen year old chick, and she couldn't webcam because her dad has access to the computer and could come in at any time but would ask him to see photos of his dick and shit mm-hmm. and would get him to beat off on webcam. And then it's like, you think back now, it's like, oh, dude, what the fuck were you exposed to, cunt? Yeah, it's I know. But but, in that, but at the time, in that guy's mind, he was like, this is so sick, dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm fucking busting over this hot chick. Oh, man. <laughs> she lives down the coast, bro. <laughs> you won't know her. She goes to a different you school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, fucking let's wrap this shit up because we got some jokes to tell at the Newcastle Comedy Club. It's going to be we a do. fucking fun night. Uh, you know, Taylor Coftry, give him a follow on Instagram, Taylor Coftry. If you can't spell Coftry, Taylor, tell him how to spell it, dude. C-O-U-G-H-T-R-I-E. Boats, motherfucker. Give me a follow, underscore Bradley Bishop on Instagram. Don't worry about Facebook. That's goo. Um, and yeah, guys, fuck. I say this, I say this, I tried to say it last week. But I record this show, I edit this show, I design the tiles for this show. This is a one-man fucking army. Please, give it a like, give it a follow. It hurts my soul to say I feel like a cringy cunt every time I do it, but share it with one of your mates. I'd really fucking appreciate it. Yeah. Look after yourself. Check in on your mates. That's the most important thing. Check Absolutely. in on your boys. Make sure that everyone's all right because everyone's living a battle that you don't know about. So give your buds a call. Make sure that they're all good. And as always, chill to the next episode. Iconic, the beats, they're the best. Dr. Dre. I wonder if Dr. Dre ever got scammed by a fucking hot male person trying to see his dick. <laughs> Maybe, I think he probably would have been a little bit too old. <laughs>